Get on up, Flyer fans. It's the show that's just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Planigan's Pub on Stewart Street off Brown. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light, the perfect beer for whatever happens, and by Flyer Spirit. Stop on over to Flyer Spirit and show off your Flyer pride. Go UD. Call in with your comments or questions. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Flyer fans, welcome into the best bar on campus here at Flanagan's Pub, right here at the corner of Stewart and Rubicon. Subbing in for John Bedell, I'm Michael Purvis. Joining me today, a fellow UD alum, Hall of Famer, and probably my favorite stat, a fellow GCL alum. Keith Wallaskowski, ladies and gentlemen. And Keith, UD win today. Look, we can kind of summarize this real quick. 61-45, not necessarily the prettiest of games, dare we say, but definitely played better on the defensive side by both squads. Right, and anytime we play St. Louis, that's all the games against St. Louis always end up being that way. They're ugly games. They're grinded out. That's the style of play that St. Louis kind of forces everyone to play. They slow it down, very methodical on offense. And then on the other end of the floor, they really make you earn – whatever you're going to get on uh, when you're playing yourself on offense. So um, always a tough game, but it's nice to see Dayton being able to grind it out. They didn't have a spectacular night shooting from the field, but, you know, again, they they lead with their defense and all of everything that's gone on lately and the shooting and the offense that's come that's – become hot of late uh they, they haven't forgotten about the defense no eight game winning streak so far ever since the the dismissal that we've been talking about since the really bad game against arkansas of course there's a couple house house tidying things here four five seven twelve ninety the number or you can go to the bud light mic we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll start early and we're gonna head right over to the bud light mic now right hey gentlemen bob here in dayton and uh, uh keith you know uh it's kind of strange with this particular team being no bigger than six six to see them really dominate the inside this uh, this time, uh, more so on the defensive side, but uh, uh, offensively, not a great game, but I would call it an effective game. Uh, and it's really kind of weird to see this team, this small, being able to do what they did on the inside tonight. I, I, if you're looking at it on paper, yes, because they don't have a guy taller than six six. Um, even though I think those guys are taller than six six, if you look at them, but. Um, on paper, yes, but if you see the heart, you see the fight, you see how scrappy they are, absolutely not, not at all. These guys fight for every last thing that they get. They work their butts off as, as hard as any team in the country, and you know they actually, they they absolutely get after it. Um, they push people around. They enforce their own will. Yes, they may be short, but these guys are strong. I mean, they're they are wide. Kendall's wide. Deshaun Pierre is wide. Bobby Worley, even coming on as a walk-on, you know, he's a tough, strong kid, and they don't give up anything, and they create contact. They're, Kendall going to come from the backside and block some shots yes he's more athletic but the other guys they just create contact they don't let other people get away with their height or their athleticism they they uh enforce their own will the way it needs to be done given the the size that they have right now yeah and, and you know the thing that i was wondering last game was you know as, as slim as we are on the bench uh, what happens if we get a couple of our guards in foul trouble? And we saw that. And it was interesting to see the latter part of the first half, uh, we actually flipped Deshaun back to a guard position and kept uh, uh, the, the uh, Whirly and uh, 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 Pollard in. It was a really kind of an interesting look. Uh, and I was just wondering how many more times we're going to see that. If you know, we're, Sooner or later, we're going to get in a foul fest, and uh, it, uh, it's going to create a, a situation for flexibility, I think. Right. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't come to that because you do have at that point all three of your bigs on the 
on the court, and if one of them was to get into some foul trouble, okay, now you've got some problems. Um, but then again, you know, Archie Miller, I don't want to say he surprises me, but he continues to come up with answers for all these questions that we have and all the uncertainty that all the fans have and everybody that's watching these games, whether it's what are we going to do inside, what are we going to do with the guards, what are we going to do with foul trouble, offense, defense, whatever, and they continue to come up with answers. So, you know, in all honesty, I'm putting all my faith and all my trust in Archie Miller and just letting him run with it. He's going to make a decision, and I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to be right. And these these kids are able to adapt to the game, to the situations, to the opportunities that are in front of them. They don't let anything deter them. There's no distractions in their eyes. They're just going to continue to fight. They know the expectation is to go out, play hard, and win, and they're going to find a way to do that. Yeah, and then uh, going back on that same line of thought, my get off the stage is this. We're going to have our first real challenge since Arkansas. We're playing Davidson at Davidson. In terms of flexibility, shifting, or what have you, what do you see the biggest potential uh, shift in terms of approach that Archie may take this team in going down to Davidson? I don't think there's going to be any shift in approach in the way they're going to do it. The expectation is... We have a game this week. It's at Davidson. I expect to go out, go down there and win. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna watch their film. They're gonna study their scouting and all that. But the expectation remains the same. They're gonna do what they have to. They're going to play offense like they want. They're gonna play tough, hard-nosed defense. They want to be all over the boards, and they're gonna push it in transition, take open shots. You've seen these guys pass up good shots for great shots and continue to play like a team. That's what it's going to be. There's not going to be any change. There's not going to be anything different in in what Dayton's doing. We'll see what happens. Tuesday's the big night, I think. Uh, thanks again, Keith, and go Flyers. That's right. Thank you, Bob. And, yeah, that's. I, I think I'd have to say that, and I think I saw it on one of the uh, the message boards, that Dayton has had a lot of quizzes so far in the A-10, and they've kind of been able to, to pass them with flying colors and whatnot. It almost seems like the first test is going to be Davidson because we were talking off air, Keith, about how much they match up both offensively and defensively statistically right down the line they match up it's going to be i mean it's going to be a slugfest i definitely want to pull up one one of the 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 stats here uh bob that you were hitting on when it comes to the rebounds and whatnot ud actually out rebounded st louis 36 31 and once again they're still doing it with no bigs on the end you know quote unquote bigs it's 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 something that as you mentioned right there why take why change anything besides what or take any faith away from having from archie miller what he's doing right now right there you know and you don't you don't have to be big to rebound you don't have to be tall to rebound all you got to do to be able to rebound you got to be tough and you got to be smart you got to know where the ball is going and you got to keep your man away from the ball and get to it before they do and i think you know they rebound as a team everybody's fighting everybody's throwing their weight around the weight that they have and and they come up with the rebounds when they need to four five seven twelve ninety the number or you can head on up here to the bud light microphone here at flanagan's pub and that's exactly what we're going to do with leslie hi there michael hi keith how are you from ideal travel doing great another flyer victory making us five and zero in the a10 oh how much i wish i had a road trip going to davidson this week but alas i do not but our next road trip is to another d school five weeks from today we will be at duquesne playing against the dukes at the console energy center we still have some space on our bus trip it's a one night hotel package motor coach transportation and game ticket 175 a person based on double occupancy solo travelers you're looking at 225 for a great getaway to pittsburgh to the steel city give me a call at 223-7447 on monday you can check out the details on our website at idealtraveldayton.com and as released during our last spot we are promoting the atlantic 10 tournament in brooklyn two great packages for that too all i gotta say to 
today is great win and go Flyers. Indeed. Thank you, Leslie. We appreciate that. Leslie hit a good point, and we had to... I had to go into the research. We had to do it a little bit. Find out the last time that Dayton started 5-0 and in conference play. Uh, I believe that was your team, your senior year team, right? 2003, really? 2004. Last time that UD went 5-0 and in conference play to start off, actually rattled off eight. eight they went 8-0 until they faced a team known as St. Joe's, which had just a couple of good players on that team. Number three in the nation had a Jameer Nelson and Delonte West on that team. That was a good That was a good St. Joe's team you guys went up against. They were against. okay, yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of firepower on that one. So Dayton, right now you got to say, they've come out of the gate really strong right now. As we see, this is a, almost a historical year in that sense with how they've come out so quickly uh, so quickly out of the gates right now. And um, I'll tell you what, we think we'll have, I'm looking at my time here, we'll have enough time for one more. We'll go. I, this is the show for Flyer fans, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to go 4, 5, 7, 12, 90, or the Bud Light mic. I see that we have, it looks like a student, I believe, hopefully and uh, it's all it's all yours I'm Kelly I'm a senior at UD and um, I was just wondering going forward what do you think the challenges are gonna be when we face a Big Ten or Big East team with some size both offensively and defensively hey hey I, like we talked with Bob earlier, I think Dayton's going to uh, they're going to approach it the same way that they approach every game. They don't care how big the people are. They the expectations remain the same. Um, Kendall Pollard, Deshaun Pierre, they're strong guys. They may not be uh, as vertical as some of the other teams that are out there, but the way they rebound, the way they throw their, their weight around, they create the space, and then everybody else comes in as a team, and they clean it up. So um, they will come up with a plan. Again, I trust Archie. Uh, if you have a dominant inside guy, you'll probably see uh, you will see Dayton front in the post. Um, try to keep the ball out of his hands. If he does get the ball, you'll see a double team come to, again, get the, ball, get the guy to get rid of the ball. Um, trying to keep it out of their hands, limiting him from being an offensive threat, and uh, you know, again, just finding a way to win. That's kind of been the uh, the tag for this team is, yeah. you know, this is a different game, different situation. Go out there, find a way to win, and they'll do it. Okay. Thank you. Go thank you. Go Flyers. Thank you, Kelly. And I like to, to kind of go off of what you were saying. Where I see the potential matchup problem is a team that can not only control the tempo, not only control the tempo like St. Louis just did, but then also has that one, two, maybe three dominant bigs down low to where Dayton does get out-rebounded. They're not getting as many of the defensive rebounds, which is really where they have been leading stat-wise and getting those boards because the way I see it is that a lot of the teams don't want Dayton to get out and run. And because they don't want that, they're willing to go ahead and put all five back when a shot goes up and just go ahead and concede the defensive rebound if it doesn't go in. And so far, that's why maybe the rebound numbers have been a little padded towards the Flyers more than the opponents. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you see it. But again, it comes into the philosophy of the way the uh, the other teams, the opponents are going to play, whether they're going to crash um, or whether they're not going to crash. And again, I think Dayton has done a good job. They they hit the offensive boards when they can. And, you know, whether, whether people are going to be there fighting for them or whether they're just going to give it up you know Dayton is going to want to get those boards get out and run and even if the their opponent is getting back on defense they're still running on them they're still coming down transition secondary and finding a way to get into dribble drive pass open shot I think I'd have to argue that the first team that I think that's been able to control the tempo for the most part against Dayton was St. Louis today 
I think that was the only one. I think the perfect example of that is that Dayton was running a fast break where they had a three-on-two. Kyle Davis got the ball in the corner. It was early in the second half. He decided to hold and reset for the offense, even though Dayton had the break. They had the shot that they want. But that, to me, was where I started to see that St. Louis was starting to dictate everything that was going on on the defensive end, at least in my eyes. And you, you're correct, and at the same time, you have to pay attention to Dayton wasn't as hot from outside as they have been lately. Um, they were not making as many jump shots. And so I think, you know, again, these kids are smart players. So while they, could, while they were open, if it's not their night, they're not there. They're going to continue to move it trade a good shot for a great shot. Swap against the clock. Time for news here. We'll be back here for the show for you Flyer fans here at Flanagan's Pub for Flyer Feedback. Michael Purvis, Keith Walls, Katsky. We'll be back here in just a moment here on your home of the Flyers. This, this is Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's Pub on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Watch MASH weeknights at 7 and 7.30 on MeTV WHIO Classic Television. The good clean shows are back on Dayton's newest television station. Time Warner Channels 23 and 372. From the McAfee Heating and Air Studio, this is WHIO Date, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a service of Cox Media Group. News 95.7 and AM 1290. WHIO, Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, air. online at WHIO.com. And on every device with the WHIO app. Your news starts now. Now. Good afternoon. It's 3 o'clock. I'm Max Lovata with our top local story. A deadly food court shooting takes place in Florida today. Warm and dry start to the weekend. Will it last? Your forecast coming up. From the News 95.7 WHIO 24-hour team traffic center, we're hearing reports of a two-car accident at US 42 and Spring Valley in Greene County. An unconfirmed report tells us there might be a person trapped in the wreckage. Our top local story, two people are dead and one remains in the hospital at a shooting in Central Florida. Melbourne local cops are saying the shooting scene has been contained and that the shooting occurred before the Melbourne Square Mall was even open. Police are investigating now whether one of the injured or dead could be a shooting suspect. For continuing updates, log on to our website at whio.com. WHIO news time is 3.01, temperature 49 degrees. We're hearing reports this hour of a possible meth lab being busted. Harrison Township Police currently have one suspect in jail with more police and possibly a hazmat team expected to arrive at the scene. Your Dayton Flyers have defeated St. Louis 61 to 45 today and have moved on to an undefeated record in Atlantic 10 play. The Flyers will travel to Davidson on Tuesday. Tip off will be at 7:30 p.m. right here on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. News every half hour. This is News 95.7 WHIO. Continuing news. Depend on it. Staying in college basketball, CBS. NCAA Hoops analyst Greg Anthony is being arrested for soliciting a prostitute. Anthony was in Washington, D.C. for today's broadcast of the Maryland-Michigan State game and will face misdemeanor charges that could land him up to six months in jail. President Obama is urging Congress to not put in place more sanctions against Iran. Nuclear talks are underway amongst several countries, and he is saying to wait until talks succeed or fail before imposing any new sanctions. My main message to Congress at this point is... Just hold your fire. Nobody around the world, least of all the Iranians, doubt my ability to get some additional sanctions passed should these negotiations fail. Despite the bipartisan support for the new sanctions, Obama is saying he will veto any new bill that comes across his desk before talks are done. 
WHIL News Time is 3.02. Coming up, the Storm Center 7 forecast and some more flyer feedback with Michael Purvis. The News 95.7 WHIO Extended 5-Day Forecast. And exclusive for Dayton Radio is next. Do you have a New Year's resolution to get healthy, be fit, or lose weight? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And if so, we have something special for you. 45 days free with no obligation. That's 45 days of free fitness, free childcare, and even free tanning. We have some of the nicest, cleanest, most equipped clubs in town, and we're open 24 hours. We have a friendly, non-intimidating atmosphere with great exercise machines, tons of free weights, and lots of cardio. But get this, call now and be one of the next 10 callers and you not only receive 45 days free but you also receive eight free personal training sessions with a certified personal trainer that's right 45 days free and eight free personal training sessions that's over a 300 dollars value free so call now in centerville 432-2000 that's 432-2000 or reach us online at everybodyfitnessclub.com don't miss your 45 days free call now 432-2000 Are you covered? Take time to explore your health insurance options today. Trained counselors are working in every county in the state, providing Ohioans with free information and assistance signing up for health insurance and Medicaid. Our trusted certified counselors will work with you to personalize a plan that meets your needs and fits your budget. Plus, we'll help you understand insurance discounts that are available. At no cost to you, we can answer questions, point you in the right direction, or sit down with you and go through the process step-by-step. Whether you are signing up for health insurance for the first time or renewing your current policy, we're here to provide free help. Find out more at areyoucoveredohio.org or by calling us at 1-800-648-1176. That's 1-800-648-1176. Sponsored by the Ohio Network for Health Coverage and Enrollment, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. You never know how quick winter weather will hit. Count on us for the extended five-day forecast every hour, all day long. Dayton Severe Weather Station News 95.7 WHIO. WHIO News Time is 3.05. Now, the News 95.7 WHIO five-day weather forecast. Upper 40s today, mix of sun and clouds, scattered rain and light snow showers tonight. Tapering off on Sunday, highs in the upper 30s and falling, lows in the mid-20s. Upper 30s on Monday, mix of sun and clouds, chance for some more rain and snow showers on Tuesday, highs around 40. We fall to the mid-30s then on Wednesday with a passing snow shower. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on Dayton's official station for severe weather, News 95.7 WHIO. The latest scan of the live Doppler 7 HD radar is showing us plenty of sun throughout the Dayton area. It is 49 in Springfield and in Dayton at 305. If news breaks, we break in immediately. I'm Max Lovata on Dayton's news, weather, and a traffic station. The home of the Flyers. News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. And Flyer fans, welcome back to the best bar on campus. An absolutely packed and stacked house today. Uh, celebrating a big UD victory over St. Louis, 61-45. to Thank all of you here joining us here at for Flyer Feedback here at Flanagan's Pub. I'm Michael Purvis. Next to me, one of the best to wear the flyer red and blue is my good friend John Bedell would say Keith Wallaskowski is here. And Keith, I think it's absolutely perfect that you are here for this game to do feedback for this one because over the over the week we got some news of, of, of a, the player who's really become a fan favorite. 
um, with uh, with Bobby Worley. And Bobby Worley, who we all know was a walk-on, was told on at the beginning of the year, was not was actually going to get playing time as a walk-on. So people were starting to really buy into him and whatnot. And really, he got he got a scholarship this week, and and that's good for him. And I think as as you were once in that situation. What was Bobby feeling like as a player who didn't have that scholarship when he gets that letter from Coach or the athletic department saying, guess what, you're funded? You know what, it's, it's just awesome. It's it's exciting for him. It's exciting for his family, um, knowing that he's being taken care of now. Uh, you know, obviously all the walk-ons, all the manager, every everybody has a specific role on that team, and everybody has a very important role on that team. And even though Bobby Worley has the label walk-on next to him, He's still, it's more than just that. It's more than just a practice player because he's out there on the court. He's out there working hard. He's asked to get minutes. He's been asked to step in and fill a gap that otherwise would not have been there. And he's, you know, he's stepped up. He's exceeded everybody's expectations um, for what a what a walk-on, what a fill-in, what a, you know, almost like a backup plan, hey, just in case. You know, he's done great. He has definitely, without a doubt, earned that scholarship. And it's awesome for Dayton to be able to recognize that and have the ability to reward him for, for the work that he's put in. And I think a, a lot of people were saying with Bobby, maybe at the beginning of the year, when you heard Archie talking about, oh, there's a possibility of a walk-on getting significant minutes, you're like... Just don't go in there and mess it up. And he hasn't done that at all. He's lost no. significant minutes. He's taken a lot of the pressure off of the Kendall Pollards, the Deshaun Pierre's of this team, especially when it comes to work on the inside. He's getting a lot of rebounds as well. Not putting up the points per se. Only got the two on the day. But he's been doing the job that he's been asked for. And as you said perfectly, he's definitely well deserving of that scholarship. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's the absolute truth. You, you look at him and what he's been asked to do again. And as a walk-on, when he comes into the game, you don't have to hide him. You don't have to play around him or, or figure out who's going to do He comes in and he works. And not only did Dayton not lose anything when he's in the game, you know, it's a, it's a huge factor for him to come in and be able to spell Kendall, be able to spell Deshaun. And, you know, as in all of the questions that we've had with the lineup changes that have gone on recently with this with this team, you know, he, he the, him stepping in has been a huge key to Dayton to be able to turn things around and have continued success and go on this run that they've been on. As a good friend of mine once told me, uh, apparently Bobby Worley was this close to actually giving up on basketball and playing club volleyball. As a matter of fact, he was a volleyball player volleyball player in Illinois, so I uh, had a good friend of mine, Matt, over there told me that. So anyways, if you want to get in on the action, 457-1290 is the number you can call in, or you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic right here, and that's exactly where we're going to head to right now. Thanks, guys. Uh, back on that 03-04 team, uh, Keith, you and uh, Sean Finn uh, seem to have a lot of uh, chemistry in the, in the post, where, uh, you know, you, particularly you when you were at the high post and he was in the low post, you know, you had the, you had a great feed. He knew how to get position. He knew where you knew where he wanted the ball. You know, and you guys seemed to always know where each other were working down there. And I see a lot of that with with Kendall Pollard and Deshaun Pierre, where they always seem to know where to rotate. And I don't even think Pierre looks. Sometimes he just throws the ball and assumes that K- Kendall Pollard's going to be there to dunk it on the on the back side. Can you talk a little bit about how that chemistry develops with a couple of players like yourself? Yeah. Um, well, first off, 
playing with a kid that's seven feet tall makes it a little bit easier to get him the ball when, when uh, you know, you get him in the right spot. And, you know, the same thing. Up. All I got to do is put it to a spot, and he can go get it, and he's he's up. He's able to go do it. Um, and then transferring over to guys like Kendall and Deshaun, obviously they've been together for a couple of years, um, you know, playing games. They're in practice every day together. These are things that they work on. It's not necessarily just, uh, you know, there's instincts that go into it, and you start to develop uh, a, a relationship with other players on the team, and you kind of know where they're going to be, but also at the same time, that's things that they're working on in practice. You know, if Deshaun goes low, Kendall knows he's supposed to go high. If Kendall goes low, Deshaun knows where they know exactly where they're supposed to be. And you'll actually see coaches on the sidelines um you know yelling at players that have made a pass or not necessarily even players that made a pass it looks like a bad pass someone threw it out of bounds well he didn't look yes he should have looked but he's throwing it to the spot because he knows that someone's supposed to be there you work on that day in day out in practice and if the guy's not there and the ball goes sailing out of bounds to 13,000 people it looks awful <laughs> yep. but to the coach the guy should have been there where are you at why did you not rotate to the spot that you should have because that's the way all the mechanics of being in the team works and um yeah they they have a knack for finding each other they're both really athletic they're both able to maneuver down low and they they have the passing skills to be able to to complete those passes that that they're getting done right now well the cuts of the ball movement weren't there for the majority of the game. Uh, even though you look, once again, we go to the stat sheet here. You see that Dayton got 15 assists on 18 field goals. Not bad. Pretty good for the most part. That's pretty solid. <laughs> That's pretty, I, I will not complain about that. But I really think that there was one instance where it was it was perfect, and I, and I typed it in here, but it was... It was one where the ball movement looked so sloppy. It was right with about right before the under eight timeout. It led to a Kendall Pollard dunk that was it was perfect. And I know that the whole arena just erupted seeing how all five players touched the ball without a dribble before Pollard flushed it home. And man, I'll tell you what, he when he gets a load of steam on him, when he is actually moving forward, man, he is hard yeah. to stop. You don't, I don't want to stand in front of him. I, I, I'm a, not going to do it. He's a big kid. He's a <laughs> tough kid. And, you know, I, and I've heard other people say it too. He almost has the attitude of I'm going up to try to dunk this ball unless you stop me one way or another. Yeah. You're going to have to foul me hard, but I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get it up there. So now, uh, hopefully if he could knock down some free throws on yeah. top of it, he would he would just be an absolute beast. So I think we'll, we'll crowdsource here to find a, a free throw coach for Kendall Pollard. Uh, Kendall Pollard went 4 from 11 from the line today. So if there's any Anybody out there who can make free throws and can possibly teach Kendall, I would really I think a lot of Flyer fans would be very appreciative of that. Uh, 457-1290 is the number if you want to get in on the action, or you can step up to the Bud Light mic, which we have another one. So we've got a packed house, and I'm loving this. This is the show for Flyer fans. I want people coming up to the mic, so it's all yours, man. Um, so I was just curious. Uh, right now, biggest guy six six. 6'6". Steve's going to be a, he's freshman next year. Then our next recruit is 6'8". What, what are we thinking about height and size? Are we going to keep working with small ball? What do you guys? What do you think is going to happen with that? Well, I think anytime you look at the way teams operate, going from year to year, and even within the even within the seasons, the coaches evaluate the type of players that they have, um, what the players are good at, what they're not good at, where they excel, where they don't excel, and right now, obviously, we have to go with small ball because that's what that's what we've got left. Um, next year following year you have bigger guys coming in they're going to modify things obviously they're going to have different plays um to get the ball in to get the ball out 
hope, you know, hopefully, not hopefully. I don't know if the complete style will change, but you'll see different lineups as well. You'll see the you'll see the way they would play with Steve in the game will be different than with Steve out of the game because he's a big dude. He doesn't move as fast. And they're going to pick up the pace when he's not in the game. But, you know, Archie has done a tremendous job so far of coaching these guys and coming up with whatever it is that he comes up with to get them to operate and to get them to excel. And uh, I, I guarantee you he will find a way to make that work with all of those guys. You hit the nail on the head there. It's been the coaching. It's been able, Archie has been able, and that we have a huge weapon with him, that he's been able to see what we have and what we do best and really make the, the adjustments based on that. We've seen that last year. We've seen it this year. And really, all you got to say is if this team can continue at its pace, they're going to they're gonna be dancing in March, and I think that's a great sign that we all want to hear. 457-1290 is the number, and that's where we're going to head now. We're going to head to Dave in Versailles, who wants to talk about walk-ons. Dave, you're on Flyer Feedback. Hey, this is Dave. How you doing, Dave? This is Dave. Go ahead, Dave. We're yep. listening to you. Yeah, we got you. Hi, you hear me? Yes, sir, we do. I'm not sure Dave got this, but... Yeah, well, we got you, Dave. Go ahead and start asking. Yep. Well, <laughs> Going one? the question that I have is first, I uh, heard you talking about Dixie Fruit. How much of an influence did he have on Kendall and Deshaun and working them uh, during practice? And then the second follow-up question last night, uh, the recruit that you were talking about, the 68, Mike Sell, took on the Division One recruit from Michigan State and blew him away last night in a game by scoring 30 and holding the orange boy for sale to 15. Again, Small ball now, but I think the big kid is really helping Kendall and Deshaun contract. Do you agree? Right, absolutely. And and with the situation that he's in, being that he's redshirting, he doesn't have the opportunity to play in games this year, he can do a lot for the scout team. And when they're playing against a team like St. Louis today had a kid that's 6'11", hey, we just happen to have a kid that's 6'11 on our bench that we can run on the scout team to help run their sets. You know, he, he challenges these guys every day to play bigger than the stat sheet says that they are. And they got to learn how to deal with big guys, long arms, and find a way to get the ball up and over them or around them. Um, so he's pushing them. They're pushing him. You know, hopefully at the same time they are working on developing Steve and getting him to pick up the pace in the way he plays because he's not going to be able to just be this big guy that can uh, move around real slow and, and big boy people around in the lane anymore. But, you know, absolutely, yes, he's pushing them in practice. He is helping them out and giving them, uh, you know, a tremendous opponent to play against every day in practice when they're, when they're getting after it. Um, and then as far as the other, the other recruit goes, I can't say that I pay a, a ton of attention to the recruits. I don't know a whole heck of a lot of about him. Um, but again, if he's being linked to places like Michigan State and if Archie Miller thinks that this is a kid that we want in here, that we want on scholarship, that he's going to come in and compete for a spot on this team and earn minutes, then again, I absolutely trust Archie Miller and who he's going after. And he's going to find guys that are good, that have talent, and that are going to fit his style of play and, and allow them or allow him to coach them and make them into the type of players that we want and need here at Dayton. This team, this team is really starting to work to gel well with each other. 
each other, and you almost kind of see the work in practice is making everybody else better as well. And I think we're seeing that on a day-to-day basis. Dave, thanks for the call. I think we've got about a minute. We've got about a minute. We're going to head to Al and Dayton. They'll be uh, also on 457-1290. Al, you want to talk about the pace of the team? you got about a minute. You're on flyer feedback. Al, we're going to try again. Al? Hello? All right. Hey, Al, you got us? You want to talk yeah, about I the did, pace of the team, I, I believe, right? Yeah, good to see you. Huge player, Sam. I, just, uh, I need to know if, if, if what you think about if this team does make the tournament again, barring a, uh, a first-round matchup with their Kentucky or something like that. Do you see them repeating the Elite 8 magic from last year, from making it to the Elite 4 if their shooting stays high? Uh, well, uh, well, you know, right now I think we're we're a long way from that. And, you know, as fans, yes, that's something that we're always thinking about. As a team, that's not even on their radar right now. They're thinking about Davidson. They got one game that's coming up next. They want to continue this streak that they're on. But they're going a game at a time. They're coming in. They're working hard in practice. And, and they're doing what they can when, when the lights come on and it's time to put on the actual uniforms. And uh, well, Al will thank you for the call there. And I think one more thing I do want to say as well on that same point is I think this team has a really good case of him where they really almost forget what they all the successes and everything they've had before this eight-game win streak. And now it's really just kind of helped them build. They kind of forget what they did before. And they're like, okay, new game, new set of challenges. Let's go after it. And they attack it. I mean, they literally, they go so hard no matter who they're playing against, they forget what they did before. Yeah, they, they look like they're having fun with each other. They're out there. They enjoy playing the game, and it makes it fun. And, and they are able to, you know, again, the lights come on. They, like you said, they forget about what happened last time. They're they're not worried about whether they played well or they didn't play well or who scored or who didn't score. They're going to come out and they want to win the game that's in front of them right there. And we are up against the clock here. We have one more segment remaining here. We're going to go to 3.30 here for this. So we're going to have the last segment of Flyer Feedback coming up here in just a couple moments. Michael Purvis, Keith Wallace-Kowski will wrap it up here. You can still get in on the action, 457-1290 or the Bud Light Mike if you want to. But we'll be right back here for the last segment of Flyer Feedback right here on your home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback, live from Flanagan's Pub on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Did you know promoting healthy circulation is one of the easiest ways to increase your energy and stamina? It's true, but sometimes we blame lack of energy on poor sleep or high stress. So how do we get healthy circulation? The answer is Superbeats. Doctors, top athletes, and people just like you and me drink Superbeats because it works. Learn how to try it free at drinksuperbeats.com. Superbeats is a great tasting circulation enhancing superfood that you drink. It's so effective you can feel the difference in as little as 20 minutes. More energy, long lasting stamina, and it's good for your heart. Men and women drink it in the morning for all day energy, at the gym for a longer workout, or in the afternoon for a natural pick-me-up without the jittery side effects. Learn how to get your first supply of Super Beats for just the cost of shipping and processing, plus a free book. Call now 1-800-567-6887. 800-567-6887. 800-567-6887. Or go to drinksuperbeats.com. Right now, you're thinking about the car in front of you that left its blinker on. Blink, 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 blink for the last five miles. Well, snap out of it, because what you should be thinking about is switching to GEICO and saving hundreds of dollars on car insurance. You can access GEICO online, over the phone, or even on the mobile app, and it's so easy you can do it in the blink of an eye. See what I did there? 
Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com today. It's a great time to update your home now during Menard's kitchen and bath sale. You'll find great deals on cabinets, countertops, sinks, faucets, plus much more. Replace your old toilet with a new Elger Complete Toilet from Menards. They include everything you need in one box. Right now, the Stratus Complete Toilet by Elger is $158. Stop in for this and many more great deals. Now during Menards Kitchen and Bath Sale. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to Tire Box. May I help you? I'm shopping around for new tires. Thought I'd try you and Tire Discounters. Tire Discounters? They make your tires last longer, so I was wondering if... Don't you... tell me you're going to fall for their gimmicks. What about all the things Tire Discounters does to make my tires last longer? A bunch of sly gimmicks. Like free alignment when I buy four tires? Gimmick. Nitrogen inflation? Gimmick. Free rotation and balancing for the life of my tires? Gimmick. You're calling those gimmicks? Would you be going to Tire Discounters if they didn't offer you all that stuff? But they do, and they're the only ones. See the gimmick? Our diamond buying team travels to Belgium three to four times a year. They must have a billion dollars worth of diamonds go through their hands just to hand select the finest diamonds for our clientele here in Dayton. Please visit us at the Elizabeth Diamond Company and let us show you three or four beautiful diamonds side by side so we can help you make an educated decision on which is the best for you. We're very much in tune to finding a stone that presents itself well and that she will love forever. The Elizabeth Diamond Company in Centerville and Troy. Remember, if you haven't shopped EDC, you're not done shopping yet. Confused about the new changes in the tax law? How will they affect you? The Affordable Care Act is one of the most massive changes to impact tax law in many years. At Laird's Tax Service, we can help you. Our trained professionals always put your interests first. Laird's Tax Service is an authorized IRS e-file provider. Visit us on the web at Laird'sTax.com or call us at 937-325-6571 and make your appointment today. Warming up nicely today with highs in the mid to upper 40s will be windy at times with sunshine and some afternoon clouds. Clouds increase then tonight with the chance for rain showers. Could see them mix or change over to some snow as we head into Sunday. Lows in the upper 30s. Temperatures fall through the day with the chance for a few snow showers early in the afternoon. I'm meteorologist Kirstie Zantini on Dayton's official station for severe weather. News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 and AM 1290 WHIO. Call in with your questions and comments now. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on News 95.7 WHIO. Flyer fans, welcome back to the last segment of Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's Pub. And I'll tell you what, I had a lot of fun on campus going to a lot of parties. I would challenge this party with anything going on up campus over there. 50 degrees outside right now, my WHIO app. Man, I am. It is good. It is a good day, good weather day, great company here, great turnout. It's a great day to be a flyer, as they say. I'm Michael Purvis, Keith Wallaskowski next to me. we got about five minutes left, and i got to go to one of my favorite guys over here, Tom from Kettering. <laughs> Tom, you're at the Bud Light Mike. Let me have it. What's my, up? My, Mike and Keith, uh, it's a game that was kind of ugly, but they toughed it out. Uh, and and uh, got to salute them for that. Things didn't go their way, but uh, uh, they, they stayed in there and slugged back and forth and finally uh, finally took the cheese. Uh, you know, it's uh, unbelievable that some of the things they're doing this year with what they got. Uh, uh, but as Keith said, they're you know they're playing they're playing uh, way above way above their size, and uh, hopefully that goes on. Uh, I worry about fouls on the road a little bit, but I don't see them changing anything at this point. 
you know what? And it keeps coming up, and the fouls on the road, and and worrying about different situations. And to be to be completely honest with you. Do I think Dayton's going to win out? No. They're not going to win every game for the rest of the season. I'm sure they will, they'll drop one here sooner or later. Um, although, again, going into every game, do they expect to win? Absolutely. Are they going to come up with some type of uh, situation that may complicate the game? Maybe. But they have done an exceptional job, not only throughout the streak, but throughout the year, of finding a way to win. And no matter what the deal is, if it's fouls, if it's size, if it's the team they're playing against, poor shooting, hot shooting other team, whatever it is, they're finding ways to win. And so, you know, if a foul situation on the road comes up, everybody's going to figure out a way to pick it up in the areas that they need to pick up to give Dayton a shot down the down the stretch of the game to win the game. Yeah, one other thing I'd like to... I uh, wish happy birthday to Mark from Fort Wayne. Got two guys, uh, four great friends from Fort Wayne, uh, my uh, college roommates. Uh, he finally got out of prison. And, and <laughs> He's back there now. He brought, he brought his son, and, and uh, uh, they're, they're, they're good guys, and uh, uh, they came on a good day. Well, happy birthday, yes. They came yeah. on a great day. Yeah, great day to be a fly. Thanks, person. guys. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. And since we're doing shout-outs and about college roommates, it must be the theme here because my senior roommates are in the house here. 242 Lowe's. Gentlemen, thanks for coming out. 457-1290 is the number. We can go to the Bud Light, Mike. We've got enough time for probably one more. Go ahead and step on up with your comment, brother. Hey, Keith and Mike, huge fans. Thank I, you. I, I got to ask about the tournament resume right now. So losses to UConn and Arkansas, probably played the weaker part of the A-10. How do we look going forward? Can we afford a few more, or are we a tournament team at this point? Just want your thoughts around that. The last installment of Bracketology I saw, we were in playing Ohio State again. How, how funny would that be? But, um, you know, again, I think they got a solid resume at this point in the season. I don't think we could have asked or, you know, even thought that Dayton was going to do any better than they have. The loss against UConn, ranked 17th on th- uh, at the time out in Hawaii, and then the loss at Arkansas, who, you know, again, was a tough team in their own rights, and now they're up to 19th, I think, in the ranking. So, you know, the losses have come against tough teams. They've learned from those losses. Um, they have a bit of a resume. They've started off the A-10 hot, but they're going to have to continue that. They're not going to be able to just drop a bunch here, and they're starting to get a little bit of love in the national polls, which always helps. Um, but, again, they they got to keep doing what they're doing and going in and winning games and uh, taking care of their business, uh, especially at home. They do their best when they are flying under the radar, I think. I think this program just excels with that. I do want to hit on that UConn because I don't know how many people are actually been following up with UConn. UConn is 9-6 and six right now. Kind of hit a little bit of a rough patch right there as they headed into conference play. So that that loss right there, if UConn's really going to have to have to have some success in the, uh, the, American, uh, the American Conference to actually make that win look as good as we thought it was back in Puerto Rico. That being said, look Look at Texas A&M. Texas A&M put Kentucky on the ropes in double overtime. You had Georgia Tech put also put Kentucky on the ropes. I believe also went to a single overtime. Um, and I'm forgetting there was one other. And Arkansas also almost beat Kentucky. So really three teams that we played that have played arguably the cream of the crop of this year in college basketball. They either beat or hung with and looked pretty good. So, I mean, I'm okay with it. Everybody that Dayton plays, every single opponent that we have, you know, I would be completely happy with them winning every game of the season except for one, and that's when they play Dayton. And, and, you know, we need some of these teams to go ahead and start taking care of their business. UConn could help us out. We would appreciate it. Um, But, again, Dayton's going to get into – 
they're part of the A-10 schedule now where they're playing the better A-10 teams, where they're playing the top half of the, the league, and they're going to have to step up and perform, and I'm confident that they will. I think they can do that. Well, anyways, we are out of time here. We're up against we're up against another shot. We can't remember which one's coming up next. But anyways, next game we got coming up is Tuesday against Davidson. We're going to be uh, at the Belk Arena. Bud Light pregame show right here on News 95.7 at 6.30 with Tom Michaels leading up to Larry and Bucky courtside live. Got to thank my guys working behind the scenes, Brendan, John, and TJ for helping us out here. I'm Michael Purvis for Keith Wallacekowski. Another great day to be a Flyer fan. Thanks for coming out. And as always, go Flyers.